Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. This is episode 18 of the Arts Academy podcast with Victor Varnado and Roxy Hayes. How to record music at home with special guest Rob Pervonian. Let's move on to some more talk with Rob Pervonian. Thank you so much for coming in, Rob. Oh, my pleasure. Hey. It's fun to see fun the... To uh, the, uh, the span, of, span of, of all those different of all videos from what you say the first one was about 2009 uh yeah the first one was about 2009 i'm actually going to turn off the feedback from uh chrome okay great cool yeah the first Thanks. one was about 2009 cool and uh and it, it actually is fun to see especially because you're in a couple of them yeah <laughs> we've been friends for a while yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, it was fun to see uh, clips of the uh, somewhere else video again because yeah, we shot that all in one afternoon, and you edited it pretty quickly too. I think you had a, a rough edit turned around within a day, if I remember. I was pretty excited about it. I just, it, I just liked the fact that it was a music video that was in the style of Tom Jones, and I really liked the music style. And so, as I was putting it together, I got more and more excited. So. Cool. I also used stock footage in the music. Oh video. yeah, we had that airplane landing that. shot. Yeah, that, yeah. Where did exactly. you get the stock footage? Do you have a preferred uh, spot? There is a website called Storyblocks that, for about nineteen dollars a month, they give you unlimited stock footage. Oh, cool. I use and so and when you're, I'm sorry, go on. Oh, one time for one, I was doing that once a week video project, that fifty two sellout project. I used a mm-hmm. site called um, Envato Market, I think, and it was like I got a you had to buy the clips but they were pretty affordable i got a clip of like one of those tube flailing guys like at a car dealership for like nine bucks because i didn't oh yeah i didn't know where to find one and shoot one so i was just for nine bucks it saved me a lot of time oh yeah and and this place is very similar to that except they have they have a lot of i mean they just have uh stuff that comes with the membership so for 19 dollars a month you just get absolutely free stuff and for me because i have clients and every once in a while i'll just i'll just need something like if i need an aerial shot of new york or i need uh a woman dancing uh dancing like she doesn't have a care in the world in a field (laughs) to music like then i use the site to find that cool um the reason that i have you here rob uh parabonian is because (laughs) you sir are a musician and you not only not only do you put your own music, but sometimes I know that you're brought into other projects to record for other people, and a lot of times you use your home studio to do all of that. And so I would love for you to talk a little bit about, one, uh, you know, what your home studio consists of, consists of, and two, the bare minimum that you need for a home studio. And then, actually, you know what? Three, <laughs> how to record if you don't have anything. Um, all right. Well, for a, my, or one, my studio is, uh, I have an iMac that's actually, it's about seven years old now. So it's not with Mm. audio. You don't need a top of the line, uh, computer, um, unless you're trying to do, I don't know, like 80 million tracks at once, but like, yeah, so my, my iMac is like seven years old. 
Mm -hmm. um, I have a little MIDI keyboard. You could actually see part of it uh, here. Just a, that's just I use that to control the sounds in the com in the computer. Um, but so you have a MIDI keyboard, and your your computer does most of the sound generation. Correct. Or generating the sound. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, actually, and right mm -hmm. now I think everything, uh, most of the sounds are in the box, as they say. The only thing I record that's like sort of live is vocals and acoustic guitar and like tambourines and every once in a while. So like electric guitars, I plug direct into the computer and then there's all the amp modelers and simulators and stuff inside the computer, which is gotcha. saves, saves me a lot of grief with the neighbors for sure. And then all the drums <laughs> and keyboards and stuff come out of the computer. Um, and the thing that made the biggest difference in my home recording setup, and I think I got it right before we recorded or right around when we recorded that stuff with, before we recorded that stuff with Shaq was I got a really good audio interface. Um, mm -hmm. and you don't need one depending on what you do, but for me, I just noticed it makes the vocals and just anything you record through it just sound way, way more professional. Just this sounds better. And like, I look, I went back to listen to some stuff I had recorded before and I could, I could tell the difference, you know, but it's one of those things, like you were saying with the, the pin, you know, it's like one of those things I noticed, but I think anyone else listening might not notice. So it's not like crucial to have the best audio interface, but for me, uh, I mean, I think it is noticeable when they're side by side, especially, I mean, for instance, I have a crappy audio interface hook, hooked up to my computer and you have a nice one on yours and listen to the difference in our voice quality. Yeah. Well, this one, yeah, this is my, oh, wow. this is, this is the one I'm going through my old, uh, my medium one. And then my really good mm -hmm. one is hooked up to my other computer over there. But this is, this is my me medium one. This is a M audio, like two channel one, but um, oh, really? yeah. Is it, is it like, hold on, let me show you mine. I'm going to try to pull it up so you can see it. I can't. This is, this is mine. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's a USB uh, mic that you uh, thought was on earlier, but turned out not to be. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's one thing I learned in recording. The first important thing is to make sure the mics are, are on and working and plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> it was not. <laughs> Where did it go? I'm trying to show you uh, this in audio, but I can't. I don't uh, know if I, I, think, I can. Yeah, I can probably The chords are too. Yeah, it's uh, hard to too wound wanna, up for I me to show plug myself. Yeah, so here's mine. It's uh, this is the one I'm using for mm -hmm. my laptop. For my, this is my streaming setup. I'm in my streaming setup now. Uh, okay. So gotcha. not my home, but um, and no, I, mine's I'm, crappier than that. <laughs> I'm currently using uh, for my uh, digital audio workstation. I'm currently using Logic, the Apple um, program. Um, I used to I used to use Pro Tools, so I I, um, I went from Pro Tools to Logic. But I also have used GarageBand a lot in the past. And GarageBand, if you want to just get started, there are GarageBand similar apps on you know for PC and Windows that you can use. Because um, yeah, com any basic computer can handle audio pretty well these days. So to, if the the barrier to entry is pretty low, um, I mean, shoot, even on phones, there's some decent <laughs> some decent recording apps. You could put some drum loops and bass loops down and even record a vocal with your phone you know, yeah you i've been have, like ideas and stuff and get started i've been experimenting actually with a um recording website called sound trap which is basically like garage band but it's all through the but web? it's on a it's on a website and then you can also if you have their paid membership you can record with people from all over the world you know, oh, and wow. just, yeah, and it keeps it all, keeps it all in there and keeps track of everybody's separate auto recordings and then sends it to each person and syncs it up at the end if you want. Oh, that's cool. I haven't, I haven't checked that out yet. That's awesome. Oh, check out Soundtrap, man. I can't <laughs> believe I'm bringing up new stuff to you. <laughs> well, you know, I got, my, uh, 
I got my uh, my little home. Uh, you know, sometimes I get uh, sequestered in here, and uh, it's it's good to hear how other people are working. Because I know a lot of other people, a lot of people work in Ableton, and like, because that's more of a loop based, you know, songwriting and music creating system. And a lot of people just work exclusively in that, and that's something I have like very little exposure to because I've never used. You know, I think maybe it started in the DJ world because DJs use a lot of loops and samples and stuff. Uh -huh. So, but um, but yeah, Ableton's a, a whole uh a whole different world to me. Like I poke around with it and I'm, I'm, I'm lost. Whereas I feel like I'm, I'm pretty, pretty pro at, you know, like pro tools and logic, but yeah, I, I go to Ableton and I'm, I'm like, and uh, I'm a foreigner in a foreign land. I just show you this really quick. This is my two channel audio interface that I have. Oh, okay. That's the one I'm using. Cool. That's what I'm rocking. Yeah, I got, um, yeah, I have an M audio that, um, I'm using now for my streaming setup. And then I got a universal audio one. That's that one I, I really like that makes, makes things sound, sound really like butter. And, uh, yeah. And yeah, also your microphone good, is probably, this mm -hmm. is, um, this is a Rode NT1, NT1A. It's this actually, it's like about 250 bucks, this mic here. So it's not like a crazy, like some of those Neumanns that are like two grand uh, or anything. So it's, 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 you know, it's, it's a decent mic, but it's not exorbitantly expensive. The mic that I'm talking in right now, I got, um, four for $30. You got four of them for $30? No, I, I, got, I got three. I got three for $30. <laughs> three for 30? Three for 30. Wow. Yeah. You got it by, uh, at the carnival by throwing a dart and popping a balloon. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I actually, I, I have spent money on mics, but most of the mics I spent are like shotgun mics that I use for, oh, like for video stuff, video yeah. and film. Yeah. And so as far as like, this is better than the computer mic and I can I use this for general podcast stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's some, fine for that, but yeah. Yeah. There's some good affordable USB mics out there, 50, 60 bucks, you know, especially for podcasting and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, in the one to two hundred dollar range, there's there's decent stuff. And yeah, like I said, I, I do most of my all my vocals and acoustic guitars on this one. And I think I think new it's two or two fifty, you know, so not nothing crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm also I'm also on a budget, so, a budget musician. But what would you say your what would you say your home set up the uh, dollar amount on that? Not counting your computer. Um. Well, the audio interface is probably the most the most expensive. Like I, I spent. I think it was, I spent 700 bucks on that. Um, mics, a couple hundred bucks. This keyboard, I think, was 150 or $200. What kind of keyboard uh, was? is it? It's an M-Audio Code 61. It's, uh, I can't really pick it up too much, but yeah, it's got right. 61 keys, and then it's got 16 drum pads, and then a bunch of groovy uh, groovy uh, sliders, uh, faders and stuff that you can control different things. Like I could turn up the reverb just by the fader on my... <laughs> my keyboard it entertains oh. myself anyway um so yeah the audio interface is about 700 bucks mike's about 200 and some this keyboard was i think around 150 um and then i you know my guitars that's that's a whole different thing you know like uh those i use live too that's not just for recording but yeah the various instruments and then i have two monitors like studio monitors i think they were about 200 bucks each you know for when i check mixes and stuff because hmm. you know things sound different in headphones than they do on real speakers and that's that's one thing i learned early on is like you mix with decent speakers, but then you always have to check it on crappy speakers. Like, you know, even I've downloaded things to my phone to play it on my phone to see if, you know, cause a lot of people these days, if it's a video, the first place they're going to hear your song is going to be on a phone. So as silly as it sounds, you have to check the mix on a phone to make sure it sounds okay, you know, on a phone, because sometimes that's the first, that's your first impression with people. That's actually pretty interesting. I, I never have done that. 
I mean, when I and and you know, like I make music sometimes. Yeah, uh, I'm not like a professional musician in by any means, but I like to make music. But I never check, and I think maybe I should add that. Uh, yeah, to what I do now. It used what to be. Would I would say, always, oh, go ahead. No, you first. I used to. Yeah, I used to. When I had a car, I would always check a mix in the car too, because like that's another place people hear used to hear things more for the first time. So oh, like check true. it on the car stereo, and even in really nice, super expensive studios, they have the giant speakers on the wall where they're recording, so you could hear everything to make sure the recording's great. Then they have the midfield speakers that you do a lot of work on because you don't want to get too tired listening to the giant ones all the time. But they always do have a set of crappy little speakers because you know people are listening on you know a small little bluetooth speaker or you know back in the day you'd hear something on a boombox over the radio for the first time you got to make sure it sounds good on these different uh you know the different systems that's actually an aspect that i don't even really think about i mean being not being a musician so what what about mid-range what do mid-range people do like if you if you have a setup which is very close to like what you really enjoy but what's what would you say the absolute least you can get away with recording is it i mean and it could be nothing it could be like you don't need anything in fact like the funny thing is about when they have um i was talking you about talking to you about soundtrap they've made commercials for soundtrap and in their commercials for soundtrap like all the recording is just through the phone period oh yeah but everything sounds way better than actually does recording on the phone in their commercial of course yeah because uh, so what would you say the bare minimum is i think just any um it depends on the style of music. Like if uh, vo like vocals are usually, you know, where you notice, I mean, because it's like a vocal is like the close, the equivalent of a close up in film. Mm -hmm. um, you want to at least have a something better than the laptop mic, you know, for, right. if you're, but you know, with any computer you can, you can get started. Like, you know, all the Macs come with GarageBand, and I'm sure there's windows equivalent of like bundled audio software where you can do some loops and record some things. So I would say, if you didn't want to get an audio interface to get a decent USB mic. So, you know, um, and you could start with one, like you're, you're talking, or maybe not the three for 30, but maybe like a, <laughs> a, four, a $40 USB mic just to get started. Or an, there's some audio interfaces like uh, what's the Scarlet makes. Uh, you can get an audio interface for a hundred or 200 bucks. If you're serious, not serious, but if you're, um, if you're more than just trying to do it with nothing, get a, a medium or, you know, couple hundred dollars on an audio interface and then uh, maybe a couple hundred dollars on a mic like this um but you could do it with uh you can get started especially if you're just doing backing tracks like drums bass and you know in more instrumental stuff you don't and you don't need a mic you don't need any of that you can just do it on the computer 100 percent, whatever computer you have on hand yeah that's true i guess it is right because like like if if most of your instrument sounds originate from the computer then you don't need an interface for those, but yeah. basically it, recording your voice is like the main thing. Yeah. Okay. And you can get started awesome. and it's the kind of thing, if you do have like a USB mic or something, there have been times where I've been traveling where I do use the laptop mic to get an idea down and then I, I'm still able to use the backing tracks, you know, on my laptop version of the uh, song and then I bring it to my home studio and then I put the good vocals on it too, so that's you know and because it's easier to collaborate like if uh, you you can do that you could record your backing tracks and if you have a friend who has a better microphone you could say can i come over and i'll buy you like i'll i'll buy you food <laughs> if you let me record a vocal you know on my you know oh, on my song works. or something is you know, it so. is it usually buying food or is it ever sexual favors <laughs> 
Uh, you know, at my age, it's mostly food. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you know. I want... You never get free time at my studio, let me tell you. Oh, man, well, <laughs> we all have our different processes, and that's why it's good to uh, talk, no. talk about our different processes to find out, uh, you know. So, Rob, tell me about what you have going on right now. Like, uh, And I know you're still recording and doing stuff, but you have shows going on as well? Yeah, I've been since the lockdown started. I've been doing a couple live stream shows a week, uh, just to uh, continuing my. Uh, I have a variety show, a comedy music variety show called the Odd Rock Comedy Hour, and uh, I think you're going to be on it this Saturday, aren't you, Vic? I still am. Be on I'm going to be on. I'm performing as King's King Supernuts. Oh, excellent! This excellent. Saturday. Excellent. Yeah. So yeah, so that's Saturday, seven thirty to eight thirty, New York time, and I it was a monthly show that I did at QED, which is a venue up in Astoria here in New York. And um, when the lockdown started, I wanted to keep it going, and since I have nothing else to do, I changed it to weekly. And then on Tuesdays, <laughs> I, I started a show. It's just called Cover Tuesday, where every Tuesday night at eight fifteen, New York time, I do an hour of cover songs, and I do a lot of requests and stuff. And it's just silly fun, you know, cover songs. I'll do like. 80s tunes i'll do someone requested uh they want effects by das effects a couple of weeks ago and i did my best to get that one together and uh i did uh what was another one you know sometimes people request really hard rock and i have an acoustic guitar and it just sounds ridiculous to try to play it on an acoustic guitar but it's fun and it's uh, oh my gosh you should play goodbye moon man I'll, i don't know that song but i do will you know that song and, it's uh, from rick it. and morty okay you know song? here i'm gonna sh- i'm gonna kind of i'm gonna let you hear a little bit of it I'll, no I'll, I'll let you hear a cover of it, though, because okay. otherwise we'll probably get a copyright strike or something. <laughs> um, yeah, I, that. What? I said we don't need that. No. <laughs> I remember really liking a song on Rick and Morty, but it was called, it was some alien was singing in it. It was introducing that's, like a that's character. That's the one. That's oh, is that what it's called? Was no, it like the one, one they were calling the fart? Or no, that was another one. Oh, I can't. Uh, was it the one there? Well, it was when the, the actually here's a good one. The hippie Hold on, I gotta... got sent off to space, and he someone. Oh no, out. that's another one. Oh, okay, okay, I gotta turn on the the uh, loop back again, so you gotta you're gonna hear my voice. But here we go. You know, I think we can end the show with this song. <laughs> and then you can just tell everybody where they can find you online. Is the original like really heavy or the original kind of acoustic like this? It's pretty much exactly like this. That's from the cartoon, obviously. The images. I like it. It gets really psychedelic and trippy. A couple weeks ago, I did a a weeks ago, I did from from, uh, Muppets Most Wanted. Most Wanted. Oh yeah. You don't have to listen to this whole thing, but you should definitely check it out. Yeah, I like I like super nerd songs like that. That and of course, still alive is one of my favorite songs as well. Cool, cool. still alive from uh, 
Portal, the video game, which you probably never heard of. Not much of a gamer. Well, you know what? We're gamers (laughs) up in here. (laughs) Make sure to visit us at artsacademypodcast.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.